Um, so yeah, I teach besides teaching here, I also teach in um, Acton, Mass, and in some other places. But I was teaching this class in Acton recently, and there were some questions like, what happens if you're bored during the meditation, or what happens if you keep feeling like you're not good enough or not doing it good enough, and kind of that voice. So I gave this talk, and by the end of the talk, as I was kind of bringing those things together, I started getting to this place where it really became about, you know, why not welcome whatever comes, right? So if you're sitting here and you feel bored, why not say, okay, then welcome boredom, right? If you feel that voice that's saying you're not good enough, it's like, okay, welcome voice that says I'm not good enough. That if we drop our resistance to our experiences, if we really just welcome whatever comes in and comes through, it creates kind of like a perceptual lubricant that everything kind of just passes through and there's no more resistance and there's nothing kind of like stopping us up or blocking us or getting in our way. And then we practiced that in the meditation and my personal meditation during that session was incredibly deep and profound. And I don't know if this is just my particular antidote maybe for my mental constructs or if this is something that maybe would be applicable for everybody um, to be able to assist everyone to get deeper in their practice but the the acceptance the welcoming and this has to be a feeling yeah so there's a difference between sitting here and saying I'm bored and saying okay I'm bored welcome bored you know like this um, but I really felt bored and I really arose the feeling like, yeah, come on in bored. I'm like, great. Like, why not? You know? And, um, you know, I, um, I see for myself that when I get deeper in the meditation, there's, I call them perceptual films over things. So for instance, the whole kind of point of meditation is to get more unified, more kind of present, more um, collected, right? That's concentrated in this moment. And even if you're sitting here and you want to meditate, that's a perceptual film that's saying there's this thing that I want in the future called meditation or peace that's not here right now. And you're then sitting in quote-unquote meditation, but you're actually still not here. You're waiting for something to happen. And nothing will ever happen because you need to actually release that framework to be fully here to meditate. So it's kind of one of those paradoxes where the deeper that you get in meditation, the more you actually have to stop trying to meditate and let go of trying to get anywhere or be anywhere except just being right here. And that feeling of really taking in this moment fully. Um, one practice I did in the monastery, my teacher told me to say good enough as a mantra, that I would sit there and just say good enough, it's good enough, it's good enough. And kind of to, to disarm, to, um, to, to deconstruct that mechanism that is always trying to get out of this moment or thinks that the happiness, the peace, whatever it is, is, is somewhere besides right here. Like, um, you know, if happiness was here right now, why aren't I happy? You know, so there must be something I need to do to get that happiness. I should be doing something else. But the real kind of truth to it is that in this moment, you're not happy because you don't believe it. 
because you don't believe that this is enough, that you don't need anything else, that if you could actually drop away, let go of that feeling of wanting or needing something else, that you would suddenly become blissful just sitting here in the office doing nothing because it's all in the mind anyway, you know. And I think we said this before, like when you go on vacation, you're so happy and it feels so good, but it's because in your mind, you're like, oh, I've arrived at this place that allows me to be happy versus just realizing if at any given moment I welcome and accept and yeah, good enough, just this is fine, this is good. These are already the ingredients for everything I've ever wanted. Um, it allows it to happen right here and right now. And it really also, again, has to be connected to a feeling, right? It has to just be this feeling, like it's okay, this is good, like I'm fine, I'm happy, this is enough. Um, and it's kind of a, a counterintuitive flip, I would say, because usually we're thinking, um, you know, if I feel bored, if I feel restless, if I feel dull or tired or stressed, I'm not going to be able to practice. I'm not going to be able to meditate now because I'm too busy. There's too much going on. I'm not in the right space for it. But what if you're always in the right space for it and it's really just, well, how do I want to relate to those things in my mind? So the same way that if I feel really peaceful and relaxed, I can smile and breathe into that peace and relaxation. But why not if I feel stressed? Also welcome stress. Okay. Come on in, no problem. Why not incorporate that and allow it and see it as kind of part of the, as the medicine wheel, as natives would say, right? It's like it's all part of it. It's not like these things over here are good and those things over there are not good, right? Good and bad, positive, negative, like these very like Western ways of thinking where we kind of split and divide and quarantine and section and cordon off things. Um, you know, in my monastery in Germany, we did Chinese medicine. And that was all about kind of the balance, right? Like they don't really do surgeries as much as seeing what's out of balance and what needs to be fixed. Whereas in the West, we're very much about like cutting things out, sectioning things off, um, dealing with symptoms instead of maybe the core, the root causes of things. Um, and even seeing that the root causes of things, it's part of a holistic system that we're in as open systems of, creatures and energies and you know um, if you have a headache instead of taking Tylenol maybe it's because the back of your neck is too tight because you've been sitting at a desk all day staring at a computer screen and you know clenching your teeth and worried about this thing you're typing and so you just keep popping medication to get rid of that pain instead of saying like maybe I should do some like neck rolls when I'm sitting maybe I should stand up and shake out every now and then uh, maybe I shouldn't be so stressed in front of my computer and then you know, I won't have these physical symptoms. And so when we kind of start opening that web up, we start to see how things are kind of connected and related. And when you kind of accept and understand how everything's connected to each other, um, it allows you to really, I almost want to use the word honor, like honor the whole picture. Like even the difficult things are a part of it. You know, night is as relevant as day. Hell is as relevant as heaven. Pain is relevant as pleasure. That they're all kind of a part of the system. And if we can approach them all with, again, that same welcome, that as if this, this room is our mind, and then somebody walks in and they're really pleasant, and we're like, oh, have a seat. And then somebody walks in and they're loud and they're angry, and usually we'd be like, can you like, leave this room? We want to meditate. 
But what if we said, yeah, also, come in. You're welcome to be here, too. You know, and their anger, why? so what? So they're angry, not letting that bother you. If anything, caring more about that person, really sending them love. Oh, this person's angry. Like, let me love them more, right? That each person that comes into this room, we just send them love, no matter who they are, what they are. It's not about, do I want you or not? Do you make sense to me right now or not? Are you, like, vibing with me or not, right? More just that unconditional openness and love and embrace for every person that came in this room, it would really create a beautiful atmosphere in the space and people would feel that. Versus if people were coming in and I was telling certain people, no, you can't be here, you can't be here. Even the people that I invited in here would feel like a weird tension because they're like, you just kicked out people and that doesn't feel good to me, right? So it's kind of like if you see the energetics of how a room dynamic would work, it's the same thing in your mind, right? If there's some things that you're saying, yes, you're good, and some things you're saying, no, I don't want you, it creates a baseline tension of control and tightness in your own mind, right? So really just practicing, and it's a, it's a practice. Um, it starts with this understanding that I'm giving, but then it's a practice to kind of start embodying that and applying it and really learning how to, to soften and to accept and to pull in and to acknowledge and to be with whatever's coming up at every moment. And um, when you can do that kind of completely, you'll realize that in life there are no problems. There are actually no problems. There's only ever been things you don't want. But there is actually no problems. If you take everything, if you want everything that comes, there is actually no problem. Even if somebody's running at you with a knife, they're like, okay, like, then this is what's happening now. If you can fully accept that situation, you could still maybe like protect yourself. But if you don't right, try to resist that situation, if you don't not want that situation to happen, even somebody running at you trying to kill you, it's like, this isn't a problem. This is just something I need to deal with right now. Yeah, and it really shifts your whole perception of life that there's no problems. There's just things that we can deal with right now. And if we welcome and accept everything that comes, we'll even be able to deal with things in a much more present, uplifted, buoyant, energetic way. Whereas if we're always kind of like cranky and pushing things away and not wanting and irritated and this, like we know people like this and we're like this maybe some days. Um, yeah, it's not good for anything. Nothing that we do really works or makes sense and everything we try to tackle, it's kind of blah. And we just feel terrible. Um, and yeah, it's not really the solution. So. Um, this is, I would say, just the practice to kind of work on. This is something that I have found for myself, I can apply in my life, but it very much started with the meditation, with really learning how to relate to different things coming up in my own mind, my own feelings, my own thoughts, my own perceptions. Starting to be more embraceive, more understanding, more welcoming um, from the feeling, from the energy level. And then in my life situations, if somebody comes up, I've also learned how to welcome situations. Yeah, you still react and respond, but to welcome the situation, welcome what's there, creates a flow in life and a, and a buoyancy, right? And then even when it's bad, it's not that bad. You're just dealing with it. It's a challenge versus a problem, right? So yeah, maybe for the meditation today, we'll kind of just work on that feeling of you know, breathing and pulling things in and feeling like, oh, it feels good to sit here. Oh, my head feels good. Oh, the headache. Oh, that headache is great. Thank you, headache. You know, oh, you know, it's nice to be here. It's a little cold. Oh, coldness. Great. Thank you, coldness. Come on in. Like, whatever is there, really mentally and emotionally make an effort to embrace, open up, open up, build that momentum towards kind of um, to an open, accepting, caring, unconditional love 
and this will really feed into the mind and really feed the meditation and sink you into a really deep place because there's nothing holding you back anymore. Right? So we'll try that for today's practice and see what happens.